Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends. Welcome to a beautiful day, a beautiful week full of opportunities for you to love God and to love others and to get grounded in God, your identity in Him, His Word, so that you can love from overflow. Overflow that comes when you are connected in to God. And today, I just wanted to spend one more day wrapping up and dwelling on some of the themes we saw throughout Galatians. So I'll just be sharing some of the verses that really stood out to me, that really hit me hard. And we can just spend some time today thinking about that, allowing this truth to settle in so that, yes, if you've been with me throughout the whole book, that's wonderful and you heard it all, but we don't want to hear it once and then forget, but instead we want to hear it again and allow it to move from our head down into our heart and hopefully out into our actions. So I'm going to be reading some verses from Galatians. I'll be reading from the ESV and let's just get started with chapter 1 verse 3 and 4. This is when Paul is starting the letter and he says, grace to you and peace. And that is such a huge thing in Galatians. The things that we have as believers in Christ. The gifts that God gives us freely. The things that are in us because Holy Spirit is in us. Grace to you and peace. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. The gospel truth in one verse. Our God is so good, and he wants to give us good gifts. And jumping over now to chapter 2, verse 15 This, again, is Paul speaking to the Galatian church, many of whom were Jews. We ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet, we know that a person is not justified, that is saved, counted as righteous, an immediate change in how you are viewed. A person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one will be justified. It's all about faith, which is a gift, and salvation, which is a gift. And the beautiful thing that Paul addresses next In verse 21, is that when we fall short, are we nullifying? Are we making that grace, that gift void? Because we fall short and he says, I do not nullify 
the grace of God. For if righteousness were through the law, through our actions, then Christ died for no purpose. A gift of grace, a gift of peace, a gift of faith, a gift of salvation, and the gift that all of that, it doesn't depend on us and how we show up. It depends on our God who is ever-loving and unchanging. And isn't that so exciting? It just makes me just excited about that because it doesn't depend on us. Yes, we show up. Yes, we do the work here in an earthly sense. But that doesn't change how much God loves us and how much he values us and how good the gifts are that he gives us. And moving on into chapter 3, Verse 8, I love this. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, recognizing here that everyone is saved by faith, not just the Jews, but everyone who has faith in Christ is then chosen by God. And scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you shall all nations be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. And so here we see that not only are New Testament promises for us, but Old Testament promises as well. Old Testament gifts are for you when you have faith in Christ. Moving to verse 13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree on the cross, so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. The gift of the spirit, the gift of being welcomed into God's family. It's so beautiful. And there's so much talk about promise. But look at verse 22. But the scripture imprisoned everything under sin so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. (sighs) Moving on to verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. It is all about God's promise, all about the good gifts that he gives us. Look at chapter 4, verse 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. And yes, 
Paul also calls out the Galatians. In verse 9, But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world, whose slaves you want to be once more? So while Paul is, on one hand, calling them out for turning away to God and turning to their own works, things that can never save them, things that can never add value, he is also pointing to the gifts and promises of God because that is why we turn to him. That is why we turn around because God is oh so good and oh so loving. And isn't that just life-changing? When we know that every time we mess up, every time we turn away, we want to turn back because God loves us so much. Now in verse 28, now you brothers like Isaac, remember he was paralleling this idea of promise versus slavery to Isaac in the Old Testament. Now you brothers like Isaac are children of promise. And now moving into chapter 5, verse 1, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Verse 5, For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness, the gift of hope that is coming, the gift of righteousness through faith in Christ. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. Verse 13, for you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. And then of course, verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong in Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. All of these are yet more gifts. (laughs) It's so beautiful. It is so good. And we remember that Paul closes us out in chapter 6, verse 16. Chapter 6, where we've just been, that seems so recent to us. And as for all of you who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. Peace and mercy, more gifts. And so as I look at Galatians, yes, it is an exhortation to turn back to God, to stop turning away from him, to stop fighting with each other, to stop trying to earn their righteousness, to stop fighting over things like circumcision that don't actually matter to your salvation. But bigger than that are all the gifts that God gives us, all the love that he shows us, the grace, the peace, the fruits of the spirit, the freedom, the promise that we don't have to be slaves, that we are free in him, and that we don't have to earn a single thing because Jesus paid for it. So take these themes, these gifts, these truths with you, because when you have faith, which is a gift, when you believe that Christ is your savior, that you need him, that he died for you, you have access to every single one of these. You have the spirit in you. 
So take these gifts, walk in these gifts, talk to God about deepening these gifts and seeing more of them, and I will see you tomorrow morning. I also just wanted to say thank you so much for bearing with me. I know this podcast is meant to be 10 minute or less episodes and recently it just feels like there's too much to say to squeeze into 10 minutes and I know an extra minute or two may not seem like much but I also want to be showing up in the way that I say I will. So know that I'm aware that I've been adding a couple extra minutes over the last week and thank you so much for your patience and understanding. I just never want to put the spirit in a box, but I also want to be so respectful of your time. Thanks so much, friends.